0: Happy Thanksgiving. We're at Deep Spirituality on a podcast that's going to be dropping. You're going to hear this podcast on Wednesday morning. And this is because Thanksgiving is right around the corner. My name is Russ Yule, and I'm with Scott Colvin and Ray Kim, uh, helping me welcome you to Deep Spirituality, where we focus on understanding the spiritual and everything while learning how to walk with God like never before. Uh, Honestly, where we just try to help ourselves, help you to get into a spiritual mode where you're able to be resilient, uh, where you're able to uh, handle life in a balanced way, uh, handle life with uh, hope, uh, with a sense of faith, with a capacity to love. And today, um, I'm going to get some help from our guest to talk about Three Thanksgiving traps to avoid this holiday season. Now, the turkeys that will be served up did not avoid the trap. Unfortunately for them, this lesson is this talk is coming too late, (laughs) uh, Ray and Scott. The other thing I can assure you of, Scott and I are from Michigan, I can assure you that the Lions will be unlikely to avoid the trap on Thanksgiving. They've been getting trapped on Thanksgiving almost since I can remember.
1: It is a tradition for the Lions to lose every single Thanksgiving day. <laughs> exactly. If they win, I don't even know what I will do with myself. I, it, I,
0: I won't know how to act. If they win, I won't believe it. <laughs> if if they win, I'll go, this can't be Thanksgiving. <laughs> and I'll put the turkey away. I won't eat it because I'll be like, the lion, if the Lions won, this isn't Thanksgiving. Uh, yes, I grew up with that. It's a, it's a hard thing. But we want to talk about traps because uh, Scott developed these, and I, I thought they were really, really cool. And uh, Ray is seeing them for the first time, I think, as we do this and um, and getting a look at them. But they're really cool because they're things that can kind of get you on Thanksgiving, and you don't even know they got you. And they can lead to arguments, dissatisfaction, sadness, a whole bunch of stuff. And they're just some incredible traps. Now, first of all, what we want to do is kind of set the tone for this idea of, of traps, okay? In Proverbs 12, 13, it says, the wicked will get trapped by their words of gossip, slander, and lies, but for the righteous, honesty is its own defense. In Proverbs 20, verse 25, in the passage and translation, it says, be careful in making a rash promise before God, or you may be trapped by your vow and live to regret it. In Proverbs 23, and verse 2, again, in the passage and translation, it says, be careful to curb your appetite mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and catch yeah. yourself before you fall into the trap of wanting all you see. Mm-hmm. 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 That's good Black one. Friday. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Thanksgiving traps. Black Friday's of trap. Watch out. <laughs> Unless you're getting me something, of course. You can send it to deep spirituality. <laughs> Proverbs twenty nine twenty five. Flattery can often be used as a trap oh. to hide ulterior motives and take advantage of you. Proverbs 29, 25, fear and intimidation is a trap mm. that holds mm. you back. But when you place your confidence in the Lord, you'll be seated in the high place. And I want to give you one more here. Second Timothy 2, 26 in the NIV it says the Lord's servant must not be quarrelsome, but must be kind to everyone able to teach, not resentful. Opponents must be gently instructed in the hope that God will grant them repentance, leading them to a knowledge of the truth and that they will come to their senses and escape from the trap of the devil who has taken them captive to do his will. Sometimes when things happen to us, we get very discouraged and we get very down and we feel surprised. I've done all those things. But what we don't often realize is we've just been trapped. Mm. That's right. And so before you get into Thanksgiving, you may be getting on your plane, popping the earbuds into your ears, or maybe you have some AirPods, or you know, maybe you're playing it over your Google Home or your Alexa. And you're getting ready for Thanksgiving. And if you're listening to this on Wednesday afternoon, Wednesday evening, even Thursday morning, you're listening just in time, because we're going to hit you with the traps and help you avoid them. So Scott, tell us about the three Thanksgiving traps to avoid this holiday season that you developed that I'm really excited about.
1: All right. So three traps. And I picked these three because I have been trapped by all three of them. Sometimes all three of them in one Thanksgiving. (laughs) (laughs) In one day. (laughs) The trifecta, <laughs> the trifecta yes. of traps, um, but yeah, you know, Luke twenty-one thirty-four, another scripture says, "Be careful, or your hearts will be weighed down." And one of the things I realize is that when my heart is weighed down, and it says by with carousing, drunkenness, and the anxieties of life. So when my heart is weighed down, because I either want to escape from my emotions about life, right. or mm-hmm. because I want to control the things that I can't control in life,
0: I can And to therefore, that.
1: anxious. It
0: makes me vulnerable to being trapped. I want to control the dark meat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So the three traps that I came up with, the first one and the one that can get me and my family every time is the speed trap. Okay. And the speed trap is when you over-schedule, over try to over-please everyone around you, over-travel, and over-plan. <laughs> and uh, you just overdo everything, and you get running really, really fast. Uh, Psalm 46.10. Says, be still. He says, be still and know that I am God, and I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. Uh, The answer to this trap, of course, is to be still, is to calm down, and make sure we get time with God. But the speed trap is a big one. Now
0: I think I understand why you asked Ray to be in this talk.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute. That's right.
0: The Ray I've been, Trap. I've been in that trap <laughs> for a long time. <laughs> We've all been in that trap. What do you think, Ray? How do you think you can avoid the Speed Trap?
2: Oh, man. I mean, the first one is uh, it, when I when I first looked at the Speed Trap, I kept thinking about speeding tickets because I used to have my fair share of speeding tickets. <laughs> and uh, what happens is I'll be going and going and not, not having any awareness of how fast I'm going on a highway. But going into Thanksgiving, I think one of the things that I need help on To avoid the speed trip, I need other people to uh, question or influence or help me just think outside of all my anxiety. Meaning, uh, you know, my wife will be like, hey, you know, so what's what's the schedule for the family? And I'll be like, oh, well, we're going to do this and we're going to see this person and then I'm going to take my kids here. And she's like okay, so when are we going to actually have time to rest and slow down and talk? And I'm <laughs> When do we get to sleep? Yeah, when right. do we get to eat? It is Thanksgiving, right? And so a lot of times <laughs> what I do is I jump right into Thanksgiving thinking that I already know the speed and pace I, I know that I want to do, uh, trapped by my own desires of wanting to keep, just enjoy everything, and I don't have any, like, I don't balance anything off, anybody who actually knows me or knows what's best for my family, so... Uh, one of the things I thought is, you know, I need someone to show me or to tell me, Ray, you're going too fast. You need to slow down. And that's usually a good conversation with. Uh, now, how friends.
0: easy is that to do? Is the question not just for you, but for anybody? Because when we're going too fast and we don't know our speed, I mean, it's tough for the police to get us to slow down. They have to put on lights and <laughs> sirens, right? Yeah, right. Uh, so, is there any way that you would recommend somebody? talk to somebody to get them to slow down?
2: You know, um, I think the first thing is, for those of us who are married, I, I think that before we even get on the, the the trip, it's actually setting some time out with, I know it helps Amy and I, to actually slow down and think, where do we want to end up by the end of Thanksgiving week or going into December? Where Where do we want our family to be at? Where do I want my kids to be at? Because I'm not even thinking about the other side of it. I'm just... Like I said, in those times when I'm on a speeding ticket, all I'm thinking about is trying to get to where I want to as, as fast as possible with no thought to the, <laughs> the so, so, So you're
0: kind of saying um, determine your end yes. before you get too deep into the trip. So maybe you're on your plane right now, all right, and you've got to sit there and you got to think, okay, how do I want us to come out of the trip? We want to see grandma. We want to see grandpa. Uh, We want to go back to the old high school and play a game of basketball, whatever it is. But when we get back on the plane to come home, what kind of condition do I want us to be in? That's what you're saying. Absolutely. Do I want us to be healthy or sick? Do I want us to be exhausted or refreshed? And so one of the ways to avoid the speed trap is by based on what Ray is saying is sit down and say, what do I want it to feel like when we get back home mm-hmm. yep. and a vacation should basically be a time when you vacate your usual routines and you're able to go about doing something at a different pace in a different way that hopefully refreshes you, that makes you, I would say on Thanksgiving more thankful. And so that means you're going to have to sit down and look at your schedule. You're going to say, okay, is this schedule a vacation schedule or is this vacation, is this schedule a frenetic schedule? Am I trying to run really fast or am I trying to live quality? Am I trying to have good conversations? Am I trying to enjoy myself? Am I trying to, you know, do more than I can do? So the first thing is look at your schedule and say, is this too much? That's right. And then—go ahead, Go ahead, uh, Scott. And I think some of that is building some things
1: into our schedule that makes us slow down. So we have to look at it, but then build some things in. I know uh, my wife and I have to have time where we have built in, here's where we're going to talk. Here's where we're going to read our Bible, and here's where we're going to take a prayer walk. Here's where we're going to take a pause— and we have to communicate that with our family and the people that we're around ahead yeah. of time. Yeah. Hey, this is what we do in the morning. Yeah. We, we don't get started until yeah. X time because we want to take a walk together. We yeah. want to go I, out. And I, take I always
0: I always yeah. feel like hey, I got to go for a morning walk right. when I'm in Michigan in the wintertime and I'm visiting home. Uh, you know, I like to get out in the snow, go for go for a walk. I like to pray in the snow. There's nothing like it. You know, because uh, it's pretty quiet. Uh, in the morning, it's cold, but it just, it's just good to get the walk in. And uh, and and you and I always tell my family, I'm going to do that. Plus, I usually am getting up so early, everybody else is still sleeping anyway, so it's never really a discussion of what am I doing because they don't want to be doing anything for about three, four hours <laughs> later. But um, that, I, I love that idea of putting in basically some spiritual speed bumps. Mm, that's good, it. That, that as you're good rolling one. on the road, it's like, oh, I, I can't go too fast because I put this spiritual speed bump in, you know, of, I want to make sure that I take a walk in the morning or I want to make sure that it could be anything that I get to go, uh, you know, uh, uh, just take some time to go on a date in the morning. or We're going to go to coffee. Uh, I think the thing that's hard is the overpleasing. Yeah, it is. What is enough? Mm-hmm. And that's a hard thing. And everybody has to look at their own life and their own family and figure that out. But I think the big thing is looking at your motive. Am I doing this because I love my grandpa or am I doing this because I, I, I don't want people to think negatively of me? Um and then over travel uh, and over plan I think it may be a little too late for that. <laughs> if if, if you you've twa- already if you've already decided to take the plane <laughs> flight with six different connections, you're, you're See only the fifteen th- different relatives yeah, in four yeah, states. Exactly. <laughs> the, the, only, the only thing we could do is tell you maybe next year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and 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 make sure you take your supplements so you don't you don't get sick and you come back and you're healthy. <laughs> But just think about that, folks, the speed trap, you know, let's try and put some spiritual speed bumps in our path to Mm -hmm. make sure we're not going so fast that by the time we get back on the plane, get back in the car, we're complaining, we're angry at each other, we're mad, we wish we did it differently. And there's a few simple things we can do that just slow us down, like Scott said a little bit.
3: Part of the interruption to the podcast, we wanted to let you guys know about something really cool happening at deepspirituality.net. I have Mike and Amy here to tell us about some of the latest stuff going on with the newsletter. Mike, Amy, tell, tell the audience, tell the listeners, uh,
4: what, what, what do we have cooking in the lab? Well, listeners, hopefully by now you've seen on Deep Spirituality on our website, we published not too long ago a comprehensive guide uh, called How to Have a Quiet Time. And it's a beast. There's a lot to it. It's a great guide. There's a ton to it. Um, but some of the feedback we got was it's a lot of stuff. How do we tackle that? How do we break it down? How do we approach reading this when, you know, it's not necessarily something you can do all in one sitting, right? Yeah, so what we did is we went ahead and broke this guide down into, um, into a 14-day set of emails. So basically, you'll get a little piece of it, a, a kind of a bite-sized piece, depending how big you bite, um, but a bite-sized piece of it um, in your email every morning um, for 14 days. And it has you know, the, the quiet time guide broken down. Plus, we put in there some additional resources that are about that section of the guide. So you can really take your time to go through the guide and process it, digest it, apply it to yourself. Um, Hopefully that's helpful. Yeah. I mean, this is kind of something we want to make a a key thing that we we talk about a Deep Spirituality, right? It's how to have a relationship with God, how to build and grow. Not that we're experts or anything, but there's so much to talk about on that subject, you know, like your personal walk with God. That uh, we didn't want it to just be like a, a one and done thing. You read a thing and you move on. So I think our hope was you spread this out over a couple weeks, and every day you focus on just a little specific part of your relationship with God, you know, your routine, you know, how you approach reading, prayer. There's so much to talk about. So uh, if you sign up for the newsletter, um, you get a nice two week course um, that should help you out, hopefully. I think it's pretty creative, pretty fun. There's a lot of things to dive into there. Let's go to deepspirituality.net that's our website and you can register right there at the top to send your email address. And, uh, the next morning you'll get your, your, your day one email.
3: Great. So like Mike and Amy have said, we have launched a special edition of the Kickstart Your Quiet Time newsletter. By signing up for our newsletter, over the following two weeks, you'll have taken a tour dedicated to helping you learn how to develop a deeper walk with God. Every morning, we'll send you a section of this guide to focus on. We'll also send you related media like podcast episodes, videos, Spotify playlists, and other articles that supplement that section for the day. Whether you've been reading the Bible for decades or you're building a relationship with God for the first time, our hope is that you'll find spiritual tools in this newsletter series that will make your quiet time with God the highlight of your day. Now, back to the show.
0: Let's take a look at that second one, the comparison trap.
1: So the comparison trap is when we, of course, compare ourselves or compare our family, compare our marriage, compare our kids, our car, our house, our experience, and we compete and it really makes us discontent i mean there's almost nothing that can steal joy more than comparing yourself to somebody else and having that as the uh, as the standard I, I mean facebook envy it's when we're trying to uh, live up to a false picture of of who we are and what our family can be. Right. And we can look at somebody else's vacation or or the Christmas sweaters on another family and think, <laughs> Oh, if we just looked <laughs> if <laughs> we the just look Christ- that, that good. hard. The Christmas sweaters. <laughs>
0: I saw Ray in a Christmas photo with his
1: sweaters. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But sometimes we can think, oh, it looks so perfect. And then we see our own lives as a mess and it can really make us discontent. So that's the comparison. So
0: basically you're saying, you know what, everybody, remember, it's just a photo. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> don't get care- that's just a one minute video. That's not their one entire shot. life. Now, don't wish evil upon the happy people on Facebook. <laughs> but understand, it's just a photo. I have some photos of, of of myself playing basketball that make me look like I belong in the NBA. <laughs> but it was just a photo. It was a photo. Well, it that's after Photoshop,
1: too, <laughs> yeah, <basically>. after Photoshop too. Yeah, after Photoshop.
0: It's after the Photoshop. That's true. Those were the, the 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 rippling speed I was moving at. So so one of the things. I think that, that also is interesting, though, is that sometimes the comparison trap happens. Even though you don't want it to happen, because you sit down at the dinner table oh, yes. and your brother's a doctor, and your parents go, <laughs> yeah. "So when are you going to get your graduate degree? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> or when are you going to get your degree? When, when are you going to get a girlfriend? <laughs> when are you going to get a boyfriend? <laughs> when are you going to get gonna- married? Yeah. Yes. Are you not able to have kids? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like, it, I mean, hey, we can help you with that. I know a guy. Hey, take, a guy. take some of this supplement. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, we, I mean, I've seen this stuff happen. You know, it's like it's terrible. I think a lot of times what happens is you see the you see the comparing eyes of other people you know you come back home and everybody else is there and they're driving a car worth ten times what your car is worth you know your car is going on hundred and eighty thousand yep. miles and their car is brand new and and your and your parents go oh don't you love so and so's well, car
1: and then if you're traveling and you're going to another part of the country where say we're here in the Bay Area where things are cheaper and more expansive of a home <laughs> it can be oh my. God, Gosh, this is, this is a ranch, not a home. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it can lead to all kinds of jealousy and envy that, of course, steals joy. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. And it, it's That's tough
0: because I think that the key to the comparison trap, you have the scripture, Philippians 4, uh, 11, I'm not saying this because I'm in need for, I've learned to be content, whatever the circumstances. I don't think contentment means that you have to settle for less in your life. No. I think contentment means you have to know what you want out of your life. Mm -hmm. I think the problem we have sometimes is we don't know what we want. Yes, It's just like the speed trap. To me, both of these traps happen to us because we start moving at a pace or desiring things Mm -hmm. that aren't even what we want. And so I think we have to sit down and go, now what do I really do? I really want a, a, a a 15,000 square foot house in the desert. (laughs) (laughs) You can have it. it. It's only a buck 50, but the key is, is that what I want? I've got a 10,000 square foot house. I can run around in and I got no friends. And so I think you have to figure out what you want. And I, I think that's a hard thing. I think a lot of people don't know what they want. And maybe that is what you want. And if that is what you want, you know what I say? Go for it. If that's what you want, go for it. But comparison happens when you haven't figured out, like if 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 I see doctors, which I think are one of the great professions in the world for a variety of reasons, um, I never have any envy. I didn't want to be a doctor. I used to want to be a doctor when I was young. I watched TV shows, watched some TV programs. said, hey, I want to be a doctor. And I started researching it. And I figured out how long you had to go to school to be like a surgeon, which is why I thought that was like the best doctor. So i would be a surgeon. And I was like, I am not going to college for that long. So I decided not to be a doctor. So when I see a doctor living large and doing great, I don't have any envy. You know why? I wasn't going to do that because I knew what I wanted. The best way to be thankful and content is to know what you want. Oh, that's huge. If you want ham, you're not going to be mad that somebody's got turkey. If you want a pecan pie, I think that's the best pie. Just my personal opinion. Do you agree with me, Ray, or do you have a different kind of pie?
2: Oh, for me it's the pumpkin cheesecake. You got to have the pumpkin oh cheesecake, man. Ray! You got it. You got The pumpkin cheesecake. What do you drink with that? Uh, you just grab vodka. W- <laughs> <laughs> that's how Ray avoids the speed
4: trap. <laughs> <laughs> that,
1: that's the speed, right the, that's the speed bump right there. That's the speed Ray can't
0: get by between the vodka <laughs> and the marijuana. The, the pumpkin cheesecake. <laughs> Avoid the marijuana. <laughs> between, the, between the smoking and the drinking, uh, <laughs> okay. But the pumpkin cheesecake and got, you drink what with that a little? Tea, you got that. You got
2: a little. Get a little coffee. Get a little uh, uh, apple cider. You get a little. Uh, oh, you
0: get drink a hot. little apple cider with the cheesecake? Oh yeah, you got to. Really? A little hot. You got. I make think it you hot. should
2: probably g- get a little more sweets in there. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey. 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 A little intravenous sugar. <laughs> yeah. You, you know know, up the, IV the, you in. the, the it? Now here's. I'm
2: gonna throw a, a, a funny one. So in my house and our growing up in our family, we had the full on traditional turkey dinner. The the uh the cranberry sauce and everything but we always a staple we always had to have a side of kimchi Korean Oh, we had, interesting. The, we had the kimchi nice. and then so you'd take a break after the uh yeah, the, yeah. the turkey dinner yeah and then mom will bring out the Korean barbecue afterwards oh, <laughs> oh my goodness oh, <laughs> wow. stop it so when you're talking about a comparison trap I came going back to it's a funny yeah, yeah. way to put it Knowing what you wanted, I knew exactly where I wanted to be on Thanksgiving dinner. There you go. I I just need to go home. There you go. I don't want to be at Fred's house. I don't want to be at my friend Don's house because I know what I wanted. No. When I got home, I'm like, I'm not comparing to anything I see on the Hallmark channel. It was just like, no. I got it right here. Hallmark ain't got that. No. (laughs) (laughs) There's no white Hallmark,
0: but they ain't got that. So wait a minute now. I just got to get this straight before we move on to the isolation trap. Turkey. Yep. Cranberry. The full the full spread of traditional thanksgiving dinner. Oh yeah, stuffing, gravy. Then a break. Yep. Then break out the korean barbecue and the kimchi. Oh yeah. You had to. So so you had thanksgiving twice.
2: Yes. In one day. Yes. It wouldn't happen every year, but the moments, I mean everybody. Don't lie, Ray.
4: <laughs> you can tell us. <laughs> the whole family. We're
2: all here alone, no one else is listening.
0: <laughs> you can open up. <laughs> You had yep, double
4: Thanksgiving.
0: Wow, I kind of like that plan. My producer Nathan's over there smiling brightly, figuring he's dropping by San Francisco yes. to spend some time with the Kims so that he can get the I turkey and the Korean barbecue. I like Korean barbecue. I hate to digress, but I like Korean <laughs> barbecue. I think you took me to get some of the best Korean barbecue I ever had over in, um,
2: what's that city over there? Oh, in,
0: is that? A, East Bay.
2: Uh, was it Berkeley? No, no, Emeryville emeryville is emeryville boy that stuff was great some
0: good that's the first time i'd ever had it that's right see that's one of the things about living in the bay area there's no food there's no experience you can't have here now we may only be able to afford to live in a closet (laughs) (laughs) but we're well fed (laughs) and we have variety (laughs) we go out a lot because there's not much room where we live (laughs) we could have the ten thousand square foot house in the desert or the kimchi and the barbecue after right. turkey. It's very simple. So, the speed trap, the comparison trap. Watch out for the comparisons. I don't recommend getting off Facebook. I recommend knowing what you want out of life. That's huge.
1: Well, And I think when you say that, I think that's part of what takes away some of that competition too, right? Yeah. When we compete, and yeah. then when we know what we want and, and we're content, then we can admire people for ah, what
0: they have and admire yeah, who right. they are as opposed to that's compete right. with them all the time. That's right, that's right, that's right.
3: Today's podcast is brought to you by the I'm Feeling Spotify playlist. If you're like us and don't always know how to express what you feel, music can be your voice. Music speaks to the soul and helps us express parts of ourselves that are too deep for words. Through music, we can understand and express our emotions and we can use the music to help us feel closer to God. With this in mind, we launched a monthly I'm Feeling" Spotify playlist. It's our hope that these songs can deepen our relationship with God by helping us to connect to emotions that may be difficult to explain, understand, or resolve. Every month, a new custom playlist will be published to help you connect closer to God. Head on over to deepspirituality.net to follow the Spotify playlist so you can stay up on the latest songs from some of your favorite artists. Again, that's deepspirituality.net. I'm feeling Spotify playlist. Now, back to the show.
0: So the isolation trap, that looks like uh, my guy in the desert with the 10,000 square foot house, but (laughs) what It does. The
1: isolation (laughs) trap is when we are alone. And there's different ways for us to be alone. Some, we can be alone physically, and, yep. and no yep. one should be alone yep. uh, through the holidays or through Thanksgiving. We should, be, we should be connected. But we can also be with people physically, but still feel alone emotionally or be alone spiritually. And, uh, you know, one of the biggest things we learn and know is that we're not meant to do this alone. We're not meant to live alone. Now, one of my favorite scriptures is Psalm 68.6. In the NIV, it says, God sets the lonely in families. Love it. He leads out the prisoners with singing, right. but the rebellious live in a sun scorched land. So families are there so that our needs can be met and we're not lonely. But we have to connect with them. We have to I know for me to connect, I have to be transparent and, and, and vulnerable about my emotions and honest about where yeah. we're at. And then we can really connect. One one of the things we did growing up, always around Thanksgiving is we would play cards. My family would sit down and play cards. My mom, my dad, me and my sister. What kind of card game? We would play hearts, spades, and Uh, gym.
0: Oh, I should have sent my (laughs) grandmother to your house.
1: And uh, we would always play hearts, and my mom would always be really quiet and really nice, but she would be killing all of us. And by the end of the game, all of us would be chanting, get mom, get mom, get mom, because <laughs> we would be try to stick her with all of the hearts. Uh, and then, so my family now has started to play card games, uh-huh. and it's just nice. one of the ways we connect. I just think it's one of the things I love about the holidays. Uh, but first, a-
0: I need to know, are you winning, or are they saying, get dad? Uh, I'm usually, Thank you, I already know the answer question. <laughs> I'm usually to that question. pretty vocal,
1: so I'm usually <laughs> preempting any attack by saying, <laughs> so-
0: get Christopher. In reality, (laughs) you just kept losing your whole life. (laughs) If it wasn't your mom beating you, it was your kids beating right. you. And you know, that's I, what family look, is all about. <laughs> and here's my, rep, here's my recommendation to Sky. Get into the isolation trap <laughs> because you are taking a beating, dude. Sometimes your you mom break you, Your mom whoops isolation. you. Your kids are whooping you. Your dog's probably beating you. Okay. I love cards. My grandmother used to play cards, too. And I'll tell you, I mean, yeah. we used to play cards. So I'd come home from school because she lived with us for a while. <clears throat> I come home from school. This is during the holiday, right around the holidays. They hadn't started. She like, we gotta play cards. I wouldn't even want to play, and she'd be like, "We're gonna play cards." <laughs> and then she just, she just pound away because I, yep. you know, I, I didn't even know how to play some of these card games that she'd be <laughs> teaching me. But she didn't. My, my grandmother, she didn't teach you and like, like, hey, let me show you how <laughs> and give you a chance to win. Teach you by
1: beating <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> you yes, did experience. it wrong. <laughs> Bam.
0: <laughs> uh, but yeah, we she, she got me into games. We played more games. But uh, I, 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 I love that family tradition, and that's not being alone connecting. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the deal. I think there are a lot of people out there in all seriousness who uh, will feel alone. They will be alone physically, true. or they will be alone emotionally, or they will be alone spiritually. And there's two things we can do, I think. One, we have to notice when people are alone. Mm-hmm. A lot of times when we're really enjoying ourselves, We want to only have positive thoughts. And so we don't want to think about somebody we know that's alone. But I remember, and I wasn't even alone, but I remember over my Thanksgiving college breaks and Christmas breaks, I would have friends from college call me at the house or send me a card. This is when you used to actually write physically on a card and send it. It's supposed to, it's supposed to an email. And uh, I remember getting uh, uh, calls from my college friends and being, I just thought it was so cool. I was like a freshman to be back in my hometown, but to, be, to know that they were thinking about me yeah. even when I wasn't with them. And there may be somebody in your family, maybe there's a little bit of estrangement um, that you know they're alone or you know that the family had some divorce involved in it or some, some, some things that went wrong. It might be a good idea to just take some time, pick up that phone, not send a text, but make a call to take away someone's isolation. Mm, That's right. Because sometimes the difference between wanting to end end your life or wanting to stay alive is the knowledge that someone cares whether you are alive. And so I think the speed trap, the comparison trap are important, the isolation trap, the isolation trap is dangerous. Mm, Uh, And remember as Scott said, there can even be people in your own home while you're having Thanksgiving, you got 15 people over, 20 people over, Keep your eyes open for the person in the corner, the teenager, the middle schooler, who's quiet, who nobody's talking to, maybe the boyfriend of a, of, 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 a, of one of your kids, uh, maybe someone you invited. It's easy to be alone even in the mini, middle of a crowd. And I like what Scott said, we are not meant to be alone. The speed trap, the comparison trap, the isolation trap. Why are we talking about these? Because we know personally, all three of us know, how easy it is to end up finishing Thanksgiving exhausted, uh, discouraged, alone, feeling alone. We know about it. We've seen it. And we don't want anybody this Thanksgiving to finish up the three or four days off and come out of it feeling like they've got to pretend they had a good time when they didn't. Let this be a great time. And whatever it is, remember... It's not about the turkey. It's not about the ham. It's not about the kimchi. It's not about the Korean barbecue. It's not about whether your football team won or lost. It's about being with whoever you're with. And don't forget, the one who's going to be with you all the time is God. So don't be afraid to get up in the morning, stay up a little bit later, read the Bible, spend some time praying, and let God really do something amazing in your life. So you're going to be getting this on Wednesday. We hope We know we didn't answer every question, but we at least helped you get thinking so you can prepare yourself before you roll into the big uh, holiday days. We hope all of you have a tremendous Thanksgiving. Keep it safe. uh, Keep it fun. Keep it grateful. We'll try to do the same, though. We can't make any guarantees. Scott and I will be together on Thanksgiving, and if the Lions lose, it could get ugly. um, (laughs) And we could be discouraged. But the one thing I want to say, Scott, Michigan's playing Ohio State on Saturday. Saturday morning, 9 o'clock. And here's the deal. If they win, Thanksgiving is perfect. If they don't, I will be in the
1: isolation trap. I (laughs) someone to come get me. I will be in the comparison (laughs) trap,
0: jealous of the recruits that Ohio State has. Visit deepspirituality.net and listen to more. And if you go online, you'll see that the podcast we have, will have a tremendous number of podcasts dropping around Thanksgiving to give you all kinds of encouragement. And there's some incredible podcasts that will be coming up in the month of December. So stay tuned. Thanks to Scott. Thanks to Ray. Thanks to our producer, Nathan. And thanks to you, our listeners, who have been doing so much to encourage us and help us along as we're learning how to help others and encourage others. Please rate us and subscribe to our podcast give us five stars as i always like to say even if you don't like it give us five stars because we're going to get better and if you do like it, give us five stars and uh, have again a happy thanksgiving